Y'all, hormones, it's impossible not to have them. There's over 1,000 hormone disruptors in our food, our water, the air, the clothes, the skin care, the dryer sheets, everything, child, is a scam to the hormones, okay? Plus, we have natural hormonal changes that our bodies go through. Like, what's going on with my body? Like, I am now in my 30s and my skin is acting like a teenager. What is going on with the hormones? Which is why I love Hormone Harmony. It contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Okay, so adaptogens help the body adapt to stressors like chaotic hormonal changes. It's perfect for women struggling with PMS, menopause, and more, honey. Y'all know I work hella jobs. Hormone Harmony has really helped me like regulate, especially like sleep and just relaxation and calming down and not panicking as much. They've got 17,000 reviews, so you don't even have to listen to me, but get into it. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire order at hormonemammoth.com. Just use the code goddess at checkout. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Popping congregation, it's your girl Lacey Mosley, aka Scam Goddess, and I'm back with another installment of Scam Goddess. And y'all know I'm what? Yes, I'm super excited because congregation, are you smart? <laughs> I'm so excited for today's guest. We have a talented singer, actor, producer, and content creator on this show. You may know him from his viral TikTok segment titled "Are You Smarter Than a Preschooler?" He asks preschoolers questions. They give us hilarious answers and got many of us through quarantine. And did Jabria, Lori. <laughs> Shout out to y'all because y'all really got me through congregation. Please welcome Laron Hines. Laron, what's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? How you doing, Lacey? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm tired, but we here. We alive. We alive. We living. Yes, it feels so good to be alive, as Beyonce said. And everything Beyonce says, I agree with. Live by it. Bible. <laughs> somebody asked me on another podcast, they were like, if somebody made a credit card, like a random person, like, who would you? I was like, Beyonce. If Beyonce made a credit card, I would definitely put my credit in her hands. <laughs> me too, honestly, because it's like, I don't think I would ever go in debt with Beyonce. I don't right? think I would never go in debt with Beyonce. If Beyonce told me to jump in water and I could not swim, I would... I would jump in because I feel like she would give me floating powers or something. Right. I would have the confidence <laughs> to be like, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out swimming real quick. And if you think I'm a drown in front of Beyonce and embarrass no. myself. No. How embarrassing would no. it be to drown in front of Beyonce? No. Very. Very. You just in the water like, no, Beyonce, no, please. Look away. No. Hey, hey, turn around. Turn, turn around. <laughs> You're not even asking for help. Like normally people are drowning, they're like, help. You're like, no, Beyonce, please look away. No, no. not like that. Blue, cover your mama's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her see it. 
Yes. Laurel, we always ask on the show, what's your relationship with scams? Have you ever been scammed? Do you love them? Do you hate them? It could be anything. Listen, it's a it's a little mixture because I just, I'm very intrigued by it because I've seen people that like, you know, scam for a living. I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's a profession. It's a, it's a real job. So it's like, I'm just like curious to how they're doing it. I'm like, dang. And y'all just, y'all just out here living, living like, you know, you don't got to cover your face up from the police. And I'm like, you just out here living life. Well, you know why I knew you would be curious about it is because you're a content creator. And that is such a lofty lifestyle choice, much like acting and what we both do. It's like you woke up and you were like, people want to see me talk. And that feels like such a crazy feeling until you start doing it and you're popping in like all these viral videos. Like, I feel like entertainment is definitely like adjacent to scams. We're in the cul-de-sac of, of crime, but go we ahead. Are. <laughs> we are honestly, cause it's like, and then I'll see people through social media, like just living these like lavish lifestyles. And they'll be like, what do you do? And they'd be like, I am a school teacher. And I'm like, you can't be just being a school teacher. Right. How you getting on these private jets, though, Miss Teach? Like, don't you have to be in first period? What's going on? Exactly. So I just be like, I'm super curious to where I get very curious about that kind of stuff. But um, I have I don't know if this is considered a scam, but um, you know, those games that that people play when they have like the little cups and they put like a ball in the cup and they were like, you have to pick which yes. one. Yes, that's an OG scam. Are you playing? That's the hand to hand criminal. Yes. Boy, they got me good one time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they because they got a mark in the they got, they got like a uh, not a mark but they have like a a fake person. Yeah, they have like a, they have like two or three fake people that stand out there. So when you walk by, you see them playing, and it looks easy. You like, oh, I know where that ball is, and they guessed it. Like now, let me come up and get my coins, and then that's when they start doing yes. the trickery. That's what that's where it happens right there. And the thing is. I did it, been there, done that. Every time they come up to me, I walk the other way. But <laughs> where were you when this happened? I was at the county fair. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> I was at the county fair. Which then- is a scam. The, the whole fair is a scam. I'm from Texas. So, you know, we got the Texas State Fair. We got big text. And it's all a scam. You walk in knowing you have to pay a lot you of money to, get, yep. to have fun. And be robbed, and it's gonna be fun. Fairs are the most exactly. fun scam place ever. They're like, y'all want to come be robbed, but y'all gonna have a good time. The fair, exactly. And the thing with fairs is like, I don't really go for the rides. I go for the food. But then every time yeah. I get there, every time I get there, I don't want to eat as much as I thought I was gonna eat, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah. what, what, what they what they got over here? And in Texas, they fry everything. They do fried Oreos, fried ice cream, fried turkey legs. Have you had a fried Twinkie? I have. I'm from Texas. I've absolutely had a fried Twinkie. And, and, and I love the fair, too, because it's like the scam is you coming in. Are you going to play a bunch of expensive games to win some cheap shit that you don't even want that you could have bought at the dollar store? But you're going to pay $100 for this stuffed bear. Uh, if you really love your girl, you're going to get her the big stuffed bear. And yes. also, you're going to ride a bunch of rides that are operated by high teenagers. And it's very unsafe. And I don't understand why we all just decided as a community that rides that are being set up on the spot, because, you know, fairs come and go. So they unpack everything and take it away. So some portable rides. I don't know how we all decided as a community we was going to get on portable rides. I don't want to be on a ride that y'all going to pack up later and take home. Exactly. (laughs) I do not trust those rides that they put in suitcases. No. No. And they're operated by high 
17 holes. The, the kids are high on weed. And and, and and it's just pushing the button. And no, no. Why did we agree to this? Yeah, like I've always just been a fan of like, you know, the Disneys and the Universals, you know, yeah. kind of like where they have the things already kind of yeah. kind of like, you know, set up. And it's just I've never really like been a hype person either. Like the older you I are got, very the, tall. <laughs> I'm not that tall now. I'm very short, so everybody's very tall to me. Yeah. You're pretty tall. <laughs> I'm not that tall, but like really and truly, it's just like the older I got, the the more I was not really into heights. Like I'm like, if I'm gonna put me high up in the air, I'm gonna be on Delta Southwest, one of those. <laughs> like <laughs> a plane. A plane, yes. I'm I, I gotta be on a plane if you're gonna put me up that high. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to be in the sky. I'm really not trying to be in the sky at all. I hate flying. And Lauren Lapkus is the homie, and I've flown on little tiny planes with her and stuff, and she's so relax and I remember one time after flying out of a scam job we did we were on a tiny plane and I was like well bitch if this crashes I'm not famous enough they're gonna be like Lauren and others I don't want to be in others when I die like why <laughs> but, <laughs> but <Not> so others. <laughs> Lauren like this in France I'm not trying to be in France when I die no <laughs> but <laughs> She made me more comfortable. I think about her every single time I get on a plane because she made me more comfortable with flying. She's like, no, it's just, I'll be chilling. I'm like, how, sis? Like, I get on the plane. I'm like, knock me out. I'm like, they bring the drink service. Now I know they serve alcohol on planes because it's like, bring the drink service. I'm like, please, let me have a cocktail. So if this is it for me, <laughs> at least I'm going to be late when I meet my maker. I'm going to show exactly. Jesus' house. Turn. <laughs> yes. She's gonna be like she's gonna be like, give her a minute, give her a minute what's before we good? let her in there. Hey Suze. <laughs> hey Suze, what's up? Open up the pearly gaze. It's me, it's your girl. Like I'm gonna show up very lit. But so you go to so you're at the county fair and you didn't want to eat, even though you wanted to eat when you came. And then you how do you get like how did you meet these people? Honestly, okay, so the dude, when was this? This was like years ago. I was in high school when this happened, but it actually happened to my friend later on when we went to the fair just this past year. <laughs> but um, the guy walks Why up to me. Why did you protect your like, friend? <laughs> I told him, I said, don't do it. But he said, I, feel, I feel like I got it. I feel like I got it. I'm going to do it. And I did, I did it. Yes. And guess who didn't eat that day? My friend. Mm. <laughs> but I said, you know what? I got you. So I, I, I paid for everything because I was like, you know what? I okay. feel bad that you like went through that. But um, he got <laughs> me. He complimented my outfit. Now, and like, that's what you don't do to me because I take pride in what I wear. I take pride in what I wear. So if you compliment my out outfit, you just... You just opened up a whole new, new can of worms. Yeah, you got and just some like, Supreme right now on the Zoom. <laughs> we don't even tape these. <laughs> no, yes. we don't even tape these. But, um, so yeah, he compliments my outfit. He's like, where you get it from? I'm, I'm like telling him, he's like, so what do you do? And so we had a little conversation. So he's like the person talking to me. And then the people mm -hmm. come up to us as a group. And then there's like someone else like, you want to play this game real quick? And I'm just like, okay. So he roped you and he was the one who gets the people. He got that big Libra rising yes. energy. He was yes. like, oh, you look so cute. Come over here and get robbed. You look so good. You know what would help you look even better? Get it stolen from. Come you, over look here. you look real nice and robbable today, basically, is what he told me. <laughs> the only thing messing up your outfit is that money in your pants. I just feel like if you gave up that money, then the outfit would really just be clicking. Because it's like... It, that, it, it, it'll just tie money, it all together. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, luckily, I didn't give him all my money, but then he was just like, he was just like, um, put up a hundred. Like he'd be like, when when like whenever you pick one, he'd be like, you got to match me. So you, he pulls out a hundred. Say you put up a hundred, I put up a hundred. I'm like, now what if I don't have a hundred? Right. You look like you had a hundred though. You was dressed in real nice. You got on the labels right now. He knew. He was like, oh, this man has a hundred dollars in his pocket. He just don't want us to know he got the hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time I was in high school, so I ain't had the labels then. So I, <laughs> I was you in high school. You still was giving you had a hundred dollars though and did. So... I probably had a hundred exactly, but I, like I said, I wanted to eat, so I wasn't gonna give him my full hundred. Amen. So, <laughs> so now, what kind I of game said, was it? Was it the cup and ball? Was it the card? What game was it? It was the cup and ball. Mm. It was the cup and ball, and he got me real good. Can with you it. So describe he, the cup and ball with? Like, describe how they did it for everyone. So he had this. He had this like little he had like this little board that he put him on. It was like a velvet board. I was like, mm. this is very nice. It looked like it came from a magic set that you Fancy. got at the dollar store or something like that. So then he had this little thing and he had the he didn't use real cups. He used like he used like sprite bottle caps. And then the ball was like, oh, like this like a small. tiny ball. Yeah, it was like it was like a portable a portable scam set basically. <laughs> like he got it at the dollar store. When well, you scam, you gotta be able to pack up quick. That's that's part of it. You gotta be able to run. You do, you do. And then and it is like I I should have known we were doing something wrong because he tried to keep it very low whenever police would walk by. Because he's he not like, part of the fair. This man went to the fair because he knows that's robbery central and set up a shop. He is not a part of the fair. He's not accredited. He don't got no license. They don't know he's there. <laughs> none of it. This crazy because my mom does not know about any of this yet. Because if she knew, she would call me really dumb and say that I'm stupid. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Listen, Sorry, we mom. don't shame. We don't scam shame on this show. Like, there's no yeah. shame in being scammed. I've been scammed. I've done scams. This is a safe space. So he's got the sprite caps and he's got them over the little balls. And what happens? Yeah. And then, so I'm playing. He's like, at first, he's letting me play for free. He gives me one for. He gives me like a couple for free. And then on the third one. He's like, he's like, um, which one you think it is? So I guess it. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, put up a hundred. I said, I don't have a hundred. He said, he said, what you got? Put it up. I said, I got twenty five. So then, okay, I'm proud he of you. Pulls out, he pulls out twenty five, and then he said, flip it over. You would have thought I, when I when I tell you if loud and wrong was a person, it was me right then. I said. <laughs> Oh, and like even after I, even after I pulled it up, you, you still would have thought it was under that because I'm just sitting there like, yep, there it is, right there. No, where and then is I'm it like, No, it should be there. It actually should be there. Did it fall? It actually should be there. Let's check under the table. I'm checking ground. I'm look che around. <laughs> like everybody, put your phone flashlights on. We got to see where this is at because it fell. And <laughs> so, it wasn't there, and that's how you. It wasn't know. there. That he had you because he was like, oh, I'm going to give him confidence. Like, two rounds, he gets it. He gets it. And no money's down. Nothing lost. Then the third round, when you confident, he was like, all right, so let's put some money down. Some money. You got 100? And I'm glad that you were, like, 25 because you know it's a scam. You felt it in your heart. I and felt it. He got you. I felt it. I just thought I was going to walk away $25 richer, though. Like, <laughs> I really did. I really did. And no, then, you was going to walk away $25 poorer. You should have known when he had offered the money that you was about yeah, to walk I away poorer. I should have known. Poorer. But then a few years later, I go back to the fair. It's a whole nother group of guys. 
me, I'm well educated. This was like, <laughs> this was like, this was back in October, actually. I went with one of my homeboys. So we're at the fair. We're just hanging out. We walked past this one place. I'm about to get some food, but they posted out outside the restaurant. I'm just like, <laughs> we can't even. Outside we can't, the restaurant, we gotta get robbed before we eat. We hungry. Like, like we ain't even got appetizers yet. And you trying to get me before I get my fried twin? You know Come on be now. A great appetizer robbery. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's really gonna whip your appetite? Being conned. <laughs> With a side of brokenness. Right. <laughs> so basically, we um we like standing outside in the line, and then ironically enough, he compliments my outfit again. Wow. So at this point, I'm just thinking, okay, I'm just Laron, I'm just... I just want you to know that the fan, the congregation is gonna listen to the show, and when they see you, they're gonna be like, LeBron, that's you look so good. Open your wallet up. We want to see what your wallet is wearing. What kind of wallet do you have with this outfit? <laughs> what kind of wallet do you have that matches this outfit? Is it a matching wallet? Do you right. color coordinate Pull the wallet? So we can see. Open it up too. Okay. How many cards you got in there? <laughs> <laughs> So then he compliments my outfit. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm thinking I'm just getting the outfit compliment or whatever. And he starts talking to both of us. Like, you know, what do you do? Like, where are you guys from? I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever. He said, do you guys want to play a game? I said, oh, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you don't want to play a game anymore. you like, I saw Saul. I was a part of the games. I don't want to play a game. I don't want to play anymore. Like, it's like the one-time games. It's like, you play it, you're done. Like, mm -hmm. we over with. So then... I have a friend and then my homeboy, he's just like, well, what you guys playing? I'm like, you don't want to play it. <laughs> no, nope. you don't want to play it. You don't want to play it. So then he's like, he's like, what is it? He's like, well, you have to, he like explains the game to him. Like, you know, you got to guess where the ball is and stuff like this. So he's like, well, that shouldn't be too hard. I was like, you, you think I said, I said, you don't want to do it. I'm telling you right now, don't do it. So then he's like, I'm going to do it. I was like, I try. <laughs> at that point, <laughs> at that point, I did what I I did what I can do. We're 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 nineteen, twenty years old. I cannot tell no twenty year old what to do with his money. Like, if you want to do it before we eat, go ahead. <laughs> right. Go ahead. So then, you know, I already paid twenty five dollars for the wristband to get in here. Like, you gave him, <laughs> you gave him the black people. If you like it, I love it, which means that a black person neither likes or loves it. They're like, if you, I love it for you. For I you, emphasis on you, not me. I will not yep. be participating. The other one is, you better than me. Right, you <laughs> better than me. You better than me is what Black people say when we're like, I would have did something, but you better than me. I would have did that. I would have did that. <laughs> so basically... He, he's he's playing. He's having him a time in his life. He like he get him by ten. He got, he got him by ten dollars at one point. So then he feeling good. He bets everything plus that ten dollars that he just won. Oh no! Now I would have been stressed because I'm like we going into a restaurant and when that bill comes <laughs> around, we gonna have to split this check. I hope we got some coins <laughs> left over. Like do you got extra? Do you got some extra quarters in your shoe or something that you hired? It's me? giving. Come on now. It's giving. He gonna get robbed and he's still gonna order the steak. He gonna order the wagyu and he gonna order three margaritas and we are gonna be looking at him like, do you have margaritas money? Do you have medium rare steak money? Do you though? Do you? So then basically, they get him. They get him good. They get him good. And it was and it was kind of 
I kind of laughed at it because I guess the guy reckon like later on the guys recognized who I was and then he DMs me on Instagram. Hey, why they do your homeboy like that? LOL. Uh, <laughs> why do you say they like he not a part of the they? They like I don't I don't even know them. Why they do y'all like that? I don't even know them. You know them. <laughs> y'all came up together. <laughs> like, why so they do you like that? That man that I don't know, that's my friend. What? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, listen, if you had scammed me, you, I would have considered that playing in my face and I would have tried to find you. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you playing in my face if that was me, but you didn't rob me. So I, I said, you know what? I'm going to let you have your fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's still playing in your face by trying to act like he wasn't a part of the robbery. He showed up in a ski mask too. And he's going to try to pull his ski mask <laughs> off and be like, oh my God, we was robbed. No, you were a part of the robbery. <laughs> You showed up for crime. He's like, I can't believe they did that. What they say, throwing rocks, hiding your hands. Yes, he threw the rock and hit his hand hella fast. And I'm not mad at it. He was like, wait a minute, LeBron is popping. We done robbed somebody. Cool, hold on. Uh, hey, sir, I'm so sorry that they robbed your friend like that. I can't believe we came I up. I can't believe they me. did that. They, I can't believe those those rap scallions did that. They man. would like, not on. be. I don't know them. You might see me in photos with them, but I don't know them. <laughs> Never seen, never heard, nor do I know these hoodlums. Is that is them? not me. Mm-mm. I love this. And listen, we all get scammed. And I'm glad you told this story, Leron, because there's no shame in getting scammed. There's no shame in like running a little bit of a scam because we live in America. This country is a scam. Like I tell people all the time on this podcast, like a bunch of old white dudes went into a room and was like, let's make laws. And those laws change all the time. You know, like with as we're evolving slowly they change it's like oh we but we've incarcerated black and brown people for for forever actually it's fine and the whole reason that it wasn't around was because they didn't know how to tax it and now they're like oh now we know how to get the money from the weed girls y'all can smoke weed is healthier than any other vice like so scams you know that's where we live and so they work they work hand in hand they work hand in hand so it's okay. Gotcha. Sometimes you get scammed or you do a scam. It's all right. But let's start with our first segment here. What's hot and fraud? This is where we warn you guys about popping scams on the streets or more often than not these days. Y'all know we get a listener letter. Y'all know. And uh, as always, snitch on your friends and family. Scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes. Fuck up your bag. We do not want to do that. Okay. So <laughs> give it to us when it's over. Give it to us when it's old. Okay. Now we don't said, give it to us when the scam is done because I'm, I'm not right. trying to I'm not trying you, to block your blessings. <laughs> when you've retired, we don't want to block your blessings. Amen. So Amen. I need a fake name from you, Laron. It can be any name. We don't care about gender. It's a construct. All right. Let's say Jenny. Jenny. Oh, I love Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. I don't know why. J-Lo mm. was just on my mind today. I, probably because I just watched the mind. video. I just watched a video and they were talking about like, you know, Britney Spears, J-Lo, like all these different pop stars. So J-Lo stayed on my mind. So I was like, let me just, I'm going to say Jenny. <laughs> Can I say that J-Lo's always on my mind just because as an actress, like we are always trying to look young and fresh and J-Lo 
sticks in my head. Like every time she has a like moment where she talks about how she looks so good, I'm like, oh, what are you doing, Jenny? We're doing human growth hormone. Okay, we're doing, what else are we doing? And she's like, I'm not drinking. I'm like, okay, Jenny, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to stop. <laughs> um, and and, and also, steps. right. And she's like, I don't wear lipstick. I only wear glosses. That keeps me looking youthful. I'm like, okay, Jenny, because at 50, she was swinging. Can I tell you, Jenny was 50. And swinging on a pole and hustlers and looking good as fuck. And this is a, such a weird response, but I watched it in theaters and I cried when I saw her pole dancing. And I'll tell you why. I cried because I was like, as an actress, like youth is the commodity. And so as you age and get older, like I'm very appreciative of my age right now, but I know I'm going to get older and sometimes like they try to put you out of commission or be like, oh, you can't be sexy. You can't be fine no more. So to see a 50 year old woman, my mom is the same age as Jennifer Lopez. And to see her swinging on that pole, I was like, oh my God. Right. And then it's like, she did it at the Super Bowl too. I could still be fine. I could still be fine at 50. Yes. With Shakira. And I was up yelling. (laughs) Yes. I feel like, you know how everyone kind of talks about, like, you know, we kind of Super Bowl performance aren't as, like, you know, I feel like we're getting Super Bowl performances back. And that was like one of the, that was a great Super Bowl performance that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. Like, you know, they have, excellent. they have like, you know, Beyonce, they have the J-Lo's. That, and then, of course, last Super Bowl was amazing. That was wild. amazing. Why are people crip walking at the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> to see a whole Crip Walk dance team, I was like, I'm leaving. This is fantastic. So Jenny says, not my scam. Love that. I told you I'll snitch on your friends and family. But I thought you should hear about this. There was a Maroon 5 concert in Brazil recently on the Sao Paulo. Some people got robbed by people who rented an empty lot next to the venue and charged $100 for parking with the promise of safer conditions. People paid in advance. On the day of the concert, not only did people leave their cars there, but they left their car keys as well. So when they got out of the concert, their cars, in all caps, were gone. People paid 100 bucks to get their cars stolen. I mean, paying money to see Maroon 5 in 2022 is already a scam on its own, especially because international concert tickets here cost not less than 500 bucks and people had to deal with that as well it's fucked up but it's also so funny love the show thank you jenny um <laughs> first of all i love maroon five let me put that out out there i would not go on now. Like That's not the- <laughs> maroon five is our generation's nickelback like the girls love to say that they didn't love look at this photograph but it was like we did look at the photograph and we loved we it did, it's and we- okay and Maroon 5, this love has taken this whole army. I'm like... I'm saying they got too many bops not to like. <laughs> they got all the bops, but I think because they're so commercial and you hear my movies and TV shows and the radio a lot. Like, everybody's like, this is corny. But I'm like, y'all, let's stop acting like we don't no, love Maroon No, no, it's, it's not corny. It's pop, okay? There's a difference. <laughs> yes. It's pop. That's, that's the rebrand. Maroon 5 is pop but it's that's so funny to me to get robbed when you see maroon five because i would feel some type of way as well <laughs> how, how you go like honestly brilliant scam because parking with concerts is definitely a thing 
why are you gonna steal all their cars? You could have just scammed them by charging them a hundred dollars for parking is very expensive. That could have oh, yeah. been a scam. How you gonna scam them by a hundred dollar parking and then be like, we also gonna take your car? You know what? They didn't even have to take the cars because you know how people keep changing the little and the little compartments on the front. Right. They could just they could just took all their change and just left. Like y'all could have took their not- change. Y'all could have stole everything out their car. I got robbed once. Um I'm I'm very glad that none of my robberies have been in person because I don't want to be there for the robbery. Like, please steal from me when I'm not present. I got someone broke into my car in a garage and I've been broken into a couple of times, but they broke into, this time I remember because it was funny to me. I got in the car and luckily the door was unlocked so they didn't break any of my windows. And I got in the car and they had stolen the, I keep a little deodorant in my car because you never know, honey, like you, you, when you got to re-up on the freshness and um, sunglasses and, and shit like that. They stole that stuff. And I was like, this is probably an unhoused person because they stole my deodorant. And like, honestly, I fuck with it. Like, take it. But what made me laugh was because they left some armor oil leather wipes in my car that were not mine. And I said, not y'all getting here to rob me and being like, also, could you clean your car up? Because... <laughs> I'm going to leave say, something for you because you actually should. <laughs> They're like, here's a little housewarming gift right here. But you know what actually happened? I feel like that's just L.A. because my car has gotten robbed too. <laughs> like, it's a rite of passage. <laughs> yes. It was like 2019. My um sister was coming down here for a spring break. And then the night before, I guess I got a little excited and left the car unlocked. Mm-hmm. And then my and then my mom, she calls me like that morning, like on her way to go pick up my sister from the airport. She's like, Leron. I was like, what? She said, did you leave that car unlocked? I was like, no, I could have swore I locked it. She was like, you couldn't have locked it, boy, because then I came in here. And, and you know what they stole? What they they st- stole they stole the um the car chargers, um, the garage opener <laughs> for my apartment, and the owner's manual for the car. Oh no! <laughs> garage opener so they could come back and rob some other people later. They was like, let's take this so we can continue doing robberies. No! <laughs> they changed the garage code right after that. They like, we gonna change the little thing for y'all to get like, They ain't getting in here no more. <laughs> they said, they, we gonna come back in here because it's a good robbery spot so we're gonna take your garage car. It's a, it's a good spot. They got Range Rovers. They got Jeeps up in here. We finna, we finna, Ooh, we finna yeah, go home clean. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. But and and that's what I mean about like this podcast. Like sometimes you get robbed, and I, I and I was broke at the time that they robbed me, and I was still like, good for y'all, good for y'all. Because the last the time before that that I got robbed on with my car, I was a little more upset because they broke a window, they put a maxi pad on the window and hit it with a golf club because we had the footage from the garage. And so the maxi pad absorbed the sound. I guess I'm giving y'all tips. Y'all know that sometimes happens. Uh, I'm not telling you to do it, though. Don't sue me. And (laughs) and I was mad because this was a time when I was doing sketches a lot for UCB. I had a bunch of wigs and shit in my car. My mom always said, don't let people like don't make a thief out of anybody, which means like don't have shit left in your car that it looked like we should rob you because it looked like it's a lot of stuff in there. So keep your car clean out of nobody like put your purse in the trunk if you're going inside not taking it you know so i didn't do that and i made a thief out of them it was also my fault my car looked good for robbery but why did they break into it and they didn't even steal nothing they like it was a trail of wigs in plastic that they had dropped and i was like damn this is disrespectful they told me i don't even got nothing good enough to steal (laughs) in my car 
They broke my window and said, never mind. Wow. Wow. If you're going to break my damn window, at least rob me. At least. <laughs> at least rob me now. So that I get that, though. My mom says the same thing. She's like, yeah, don't make a thief out of nobody. When we go in store, she's like, if you got like an iPad or something in the car, put it under the seat. Yep. But, yeah. She's like, if you got a purse, put it put it under the seat, put it in the trunk. Like, you know, she's going she gonna to find her way to make sure you ain't getting robbed. That's my mom right there. I feel like I would love your mom because I love a, a praying mom who's calling you like, she you know is. you got robbed. What, what's <laughs> She is. And like, she's one of those, you know, we're from a small town in Mississippi. So us coming to Wait, L.A. was town our, in Mississippi. It's called Brickhaven, Mississippi. OK, I have yes. a family in Biloxi. Biloxi, that's like and three Jackson. and a half hours. And Jackson, Jackson's close to me. Jackson's, Jackson's like an closer. Hour for me. Yeah, I have a lot of family in Jackson, and I I, yes. I be in Mississippi. I love to see <laughs> people. I love to see people get out of Mississippi and like, hey, yes, hey, yeah. And so like basically, <laughs> since us being from that small town in Mississippi, coming to LA, in her mind, everybody was a robber and a thief. Like you, hey. you just can't. <laughs> You like you can go past somebody in a corner store and you gotta clutch your purse in case they might they might, you know, they might be feeling froggy at the at the moment. Right. So it's like in her mind, she already thinks everybody is out to get her and when we came to LA. So it's just like that just kind of solidified it even more when we actually did get our car broken into. <laughs> so it's just, and then we live in like NoHo, we're like right outside of Burbank. Who is robbing people in Burbank? Like that Listen. They rob people everywhere. The math ain't mathin'. Every codes. No, they don't care. They gonna rob you if you look good for robbery. I also love Southern parents because when you move to LA and you have Southern family, like you go home, they always like, well, how is it out there in LA? Like, it's always like, oh, you live in LA now. Like, the, my family is very <laughs> much that. But we're gonna take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements and we'll be right back with my favorite portion of the show, Historic Hoodwings. I love fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh, well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits. And you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay, come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick, and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code GODDESS. 20. Just go to N-U-L-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? 
Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess Cut! And we are back and it's time for Historic Hoodwinks. This is where I will regale Iran with the famous Connor Caper. We'll get his opinions all throughout and maybe we love him, maybe we hate him. Today, we're talking about The Shrink Next Door, which has already become a popular show on um, Apple TV with Will Ferrell, who I adore. Um... So most of the story, as a note, is taken from Joe Nacera's firsthand investigation that was developed into the podcast, The Shrink Next Door. So shout out to Joe and shout out to the podcast, Shrink Next Door. If you want a more in-depth look on this story, like get into that podcast because they got it. So we're talking about Marty Markowitz, which that name is a scam. Your name is Marty Markowitz. How could you not be a criminal? Let's look at him. Wait, now it's a little arrow here. So Marty's the shirtless one. Marty's Marty got yeah, the Marty's head the brother on. with the head okay. and glasses. Okay, okay, Marty. Okay, Marty. And he looks very affable. It's given he robbing everybody. He probably took that man's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at him. He don't even look like he can he can scam on nobody, but that's how they get you. That's how they get you. They look like anybody who looks like a criminal, you automatically not trusting them. They got the Cro Magnum forehead or they bone structure a little too chiseled. We're not trusting that. But Marty, we're not trusting y'all. With that round face, I'm like, Marty ain't gonna rob me. Marty look like he'll mow your grass. You got a good scammer face, Laurent. Like you're you're cute, but you you're youthful. You got these like 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 it's just this great clear skin and great smile and gorgeous hair. Like I would let you rob me, Laurent. If you was like, I got a new credit card. It's the Laurent card. I, I would get the Laurent card. I yes, would. We gotta get the Laurent card. The Laurent card. <laughs> so Marty. Marty, Marty, I feel like, I don't know if I could, no, nah, I feel like I got a good face for robbery too. It gives like cherub, like I won't steal. And, and then I do. So Marty do. Marco it's like, <laughs> it's like, if you tried to rob me, I would just like, I would have to process it for a minute that you just robbed me, you know? It would be a good time. You can unpack it with your therapist, but it would be a good time. And that works perfectly with this. So <laughs> Marty Markowitz um, started seeing a psychiatrist, Dr. Isaac Ike. Hirschkopf in 1981, and we wasn't alive during this time. 
at first therapy helped, but then over the course for the next 30 years, Marty's life fell into a deep web of entanglement, love that word, under Dr. Ike's influence. So in the 80s, I would say like therapy has very much been colloquialized and normalized in our society, like we're, we're, how we're coming up. Like a lot of us, most of us have therapists. I have a therapist, like it, it's just a normal thing now. But in the right. 80s, that was still like different. Yeah, it was like, hold on now, you got a therapist. Why you gotta talk to somebody? You got so many problems, you need to talk to somebody? How dare you unpack your feelings? What's going on? (laughs) Right. You don't got friends you can burden with like the rest of us? Oh, you gotta talk to somebody? And now we're all like, our friends are tapped out, their ears are tired. My friends took their ears off and I was like, okay, let me get a therapist. JK, my friends are great. And they will let me talk them to death. But sometimes you feel guilty. You'd be like, okay, let's talk to a professional. <laughs> like, yes, yes, so, a thousand. <laughs> in the beginning, Marty first considered therapy in 1981. He felt overrun with responsibilities, was grieving the loss of his parents and having inner family issues over the control of his family's fabrics company. Yeah, anytime you got a business in the family, we're going to be boxing. That's how he first met psychiatrist Dr. Isaac Ike Hershoff. Within the first few months of Marty seeing Dr. Ike, Ike requested that he visit the recently moved into offices of Associated Fabrics Corporation. Okay. So one visit led to a regular visit from Ike. And soon he was making suggestions about how Marty should run his business. So basically, Ike was like, hey, Marty, I'm your therapist. I'm going to show up at your job. That's not normal. (laughs) But so... Marty couldn't even complete phone calls with customers before consulting Ike. So Ike was like, I'm your therapist. You're very stressed out. You're running this business with your family. I'm going to pull up to your job. And Marty was like, okay, maybe this is what therapy is. It's the 80s. Like, who knows? And now it's gotten to the point where Marty is dependent on Ike. Like, he can't finish a phone call without being like, Ike, what do you think? Like, uh, what do you think about these fabrics? What do you think? Touch this velvet. Do you like this? Like... Couldn't stop. Hey, Ike, do this Do this jacket make me look big? Like, what, what's going on? They're like, who is Ike? And why is he here in all of our meetings now? Who is this man? He don't work for us. So Marty's sister, Phyllis, noticed something was up, but she had her own problems. Marty suggested that Phyllis also see Dr. Ike, but when she declined to use him as her therapist, Marty and Phyllis's relationship turned sour. So this is how you know you're dealing with a scammer because Ike is now starting to isolate Marty from other people. Like, this is his sister. His sister's like, you acting different. Why is Ike at all of our meetings? Why is it Mike and Ike now? What's happening why y'all together? And he was like, well, join the cult. Like, join the cult of Ike. And she was like, no, thank you. So Marty accused her of not working hard enough and cut her salary. So she quit. And Marty stopped speaking to her. Wow. How you gonna cut your sister's salary? First of all, women ain't getting paid enough. And now you gonna cut your own sister's salary because she don't want to get in the cult with you? Marty! I feel like Ike probably told him to do that. It was like... I definitely told him to do that. So wait, you said this is all this is all real. This is not a made up story. Right? This is real. This is never made wait, up. Wait, this is, re- this is Whoa. real. Whoa, everything's real. <laughs> oh, I love okay. you, Ron. <laughs> now, now we in a whole another land. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Okay, this is like some some nice you little fiction story. You know this podcast? No, we don't do fiction. <laughs> it's, it's very much non-fic. So Phyllis was desperate to contact her brother. So she cleaned out their joint accounts and took tens of thousands of dollars worth of bonds from his apartment, leaving a note. Marty, this is her note. Marty, I have possession of these. Please call. So she couldn't get a hold of him. 
He wasn't picking up the text. He, you know, he leaving her on red. He not picking up the phone call. She said, "Okay, well, I'm still all this nigga's money," and be like, "Hey, I saw, I saw your money. Can we talk?" If you want your little money back, you're gonna have to come meet me. Right. You have to get it, you have to come get it back in blood. <laughs> like Right. <laughs> Marty at Starbucks and his car getting declined. And he like, wait a minute. And she's like, Yeah, you don't got Starbucks money no more until you talk to me, your sister. Like, took his coin. So when he returned at 2 a.m. to find the bonds missing, Marty called Dr. Ike. Now, why did you call your sister? Why are you calling Dr. Ike first? All this would be solved if you called your sister. <laughs> If I get robbed, I'm going to call the person who robbed me, especially if they leave me a note like, hello, I robbed you. I robbed you. Please Give call. me a call. <laughs> Why is that not the first phone call? I'm confusion. So I told him not to worry and that their next therapy session said that Phyllis only wanted his money. So Ike was like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that money. And then the next therapy session they had, he was like, now, see, that's why you don't need to be fucking with Phyllis because Phyllis just wants your money and she's just trying to steal from you. Now, Planting more seeds. Messy. He then told Marty to break off his relationship with his sister. Marty was instructed to bring photographs of him and his sister together and cut his sister out and mail the photos to her. (laughs) Marty, (laughs) you are giving Bravo TV messy reality gay. Why? Not this a therapy session and you like bring photos and we go cut her face out and we're gonna mail them to her. I want you and she needs to know you're done. She needs to know you're she's cut out. <laughs> Literally cut her out and then mail her the cutouts. What kind of demonstration is <laughs> the symbolism of it all though? <laughs> it's the symbolism. Like you should have. I should have been a reality TV show producer because, you know, like on The Bachelor and all those shows. And there's a show called Unreal that's on Hulu. If y'all want to see like uh, imagining it, it's it's fiction, it's fake, but it's a great insight to what happens behind the scenes in reality shows because there are producers in everyone's ear on reality shows. Like if you want more camera time, then you need to fight that girl or like, oh, so-and-so says something about you. Wait, Next time you wait, see really? her. Yes. They're like, oh, <laughs> when we have the rose ceremony like you need to get in her face and tell her what's what because she just said something about you to matt james like there are producers who are in those girls ears that are in the ears of everyone on reality shows and they're like if you want even like the real housewives if they get paid for like how much they appear so it's like what's your storyline get messier tell people more about your business so you can get more camera time like it's a whole machine happening so ike would have been a great reality show producer where was where was ike when we needed some more producers for love and hip-hop girls club mike is mona sky young Young, and he chose the wrong profession why are you doing therapy mike you are a reality (laughs) tv show producer talk about mail your sister some cut out photos with her face cut out what wait wait what city is he in I don't know. We'll see. But whatever city he's in, they should have started a loving hip hop in that area. Yep. And he could have been the perfect producer for it. Because yep. he got it. So with Marty slowly losing his friends and family, which is a part of cult, it's like you got to isolate people from everybody who's telling them like you on some weirdo shit. Like he's losing his friends and family. Ike's hold over the Associated Fabrics Corporation became stronger. When he visited the offices, he introduced himself to employees as Isaac Stevens, the business consultant. So now he's a business consultant. You was my therapist, and now you the business consultant. Now we business partners, basically. <laughs> like, like, you the CEO of my life, practically. <laughs> right! That's not what therapy 
should be. It should be somebody you can not they go take over. I wish I would have a therapist who was like, you know what, you we doing all this therapy, but you actually can't run your life good. I've decided that <laughs> I gotta run your life because you can't. Like after after a lot of thinking and delegation with myself, I come to realize you were just not with capable. Uh, <laughs> I've just come to delegation to me <laughs> i realized that you were just not capable of running this thing called life like <laughs> i i have confirmed we i had a meeting with me myself and i and we have confirmed that <laughs> we need to take over your business and also this is all happening in new york city which in makes sense because where else would you feel comfortable with your therapist just showing up at your job and saying that they are the business consultant it's got to be new- now i'm hearing it all with a thick new york accent and it's just <laughs> <laughs> it makes it better now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm Ike. No, I'm Ike's business manager. I'll be here <laughs> managing his business now. Yeah, I used to be a therapist. Now I manage his life. No, Ike won't be there. You, if you need to talk to Marty, you talk to Ike. <laughs> <laughs> and the sister's like, Ike, you're moving real funny nowadays. What's happening, man? Like, right. <laughs> what happened? So he soon gained a hand in hiring and even the design of the company's new logo. Through Ike, the employees gained new titles and quality control director who no one had ever met, Dr. Marshall F. Feldenhammer. He was appointed. If customers complained, they'd receive firm replies from Dr. Feldenhammer stating that the company had done nothing wrong. So if they got on the Better Business Bureau or wherever, if it was an issue, he was like, Ike was like, you going to talk to my employee that I hired, Dr. Feldenhammer, and he going to tell you to shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> now, quick question. Okay, so what was the question? Is he? St- I really just want to know. I- I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you know this or not, but was he was he still getting paid as a therapist, or so, was he getting? Laron, <laughs> we're on this ride together. I don't okay. know, and we will find out. <laughs> okay, because if he's only getting paid as a therapist, this sounds just like a deal. I'm just. This sounds like a deal. I feel like if you <laughs> give yourself a promotion from therapist, like maybe it was two fifty an hour, and now you gave yourself a promotion to business manager, he got to get another check for being business manager. He had to. You could, if I didn't ask you to do it, and you're just doing it at the kindness of your heart, then you, I'm not paying you extra. <laughs> so remember, you still getting paid. Right. You still getting paid as you still getting paid as a therapist. So I was like, I got scammed at the carnival. Never again. You still Never just again. Get paid your therapist check if you want to come over here. You not finna three cut me. <laughs> no, Doctor Feldhammer, this employee, right? That Doctor Ike, the therapist, is hired, turned out to not really exist. And with a name like Feldhammer, it don't sound real. Wait, wait a minute. I wait a minute. <laughs> him along with several other names to deal with complaining customers. These were not real people. He done made up. So now he got people on the payroll other than him that aren't real. I hope he was taking a check for Dr. Feldhammer and for everyone else he made up because, wow. Come on now, Eichel. What's going on? Eichel. So by Eichel, this point, come on now. Ike was claiming that he had dropped Marty as a patient and instead, to answer your question, was with him as a consultant. Hence why he used different names to distinguish different relationships. That's not how it works. If you make a different relationship, you still got the same name. You don't have to, you don't have to make nobody up. Like, don't lie to us. By 1986, Isaac Stevens, in quotes, and that's who Ike told people he was at the business. So he had already come up with a fake name when he got to the business. (laughs) 
So, so this is all premeditated, basically. <laughs> truly, truly. So he plotted this from the minute this man walked into his office. He was like, like "Oh, I got, I got a good one. I done hook, hook, line, and sinker. I'm hook, the one to get sinker. out of the thing." So, 1986, Isaac Stevens has become the president of AFC. He done become the president of Marty's business. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> He's the so he's the president now of the business. Yes, the audacity of this man is truly eclipsing <laughs> me. So Marty still technically had financial control of the company, but was in demeanor and actions subservient to Ike. So he was still in charge, but he was like, Ike is that nigga. He's the one. So Marty remembers that time. He says, my main goal during that period was to please my psychiatrist. That should never. Also, the word psychiatrist. We talked about therapists earlier, and that's what he was called. And that's what they say, the shrink next door. But shrink is like a colloquial term for therapist. There's a difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist. So a therapist is someone you talk to and they give you advice and they can help you or maybe refer you to other programs. But a psychiatrist has, they can do therapy, but more often what they do is they have their license to prescribe medication, so a psychiatrist right. okay. can give you, put you on antidepressants, can put you on sleeping pills, can put you on Xanax, whatever. So that's different. So now I'm wondering, like, if he's a psychiatrist, if he's, is he putting Marty on some drugs that are like making Marty, you know? Oh, wow. And that's me pontificating. I, that's not something that allegedly, allegedly don't sue. But psychiatrist is different from therapist. That means that he has access to prescribing medication too. So ironically, Ike's nickname he called Marty directly was Easy Mark Markowitz. That's what I called Marty. How you going to rob somebody and Listen. be like, this is my Rob, this is my Mark right here. Easy Mark Listen. Markowitz. Oh, Marky Mark. No. Now, now, now you playing in my face now. You playing okay. in my face. <laughs> you playing right in my face now when you do that. <laughs> Listen. How Listen. your nickname for me, Simp? That can't be my nickname. Like this, my friend. Stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> I lie to him all the time. He a dummy. No. What the what the what them shirts be saying with the arrow? I'm with stupid, and then the horse. Yeah. And this how I show up. He got on the I'm with stupid T-shirt. Pointing. I'm like no, Marty. No, 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 no. We gotta fight. Ike. Ike fisticuffs. <sighs> Put the hands up. Come on. Put we have them to, up, please. We, we, have, we have to engage in violence because... We got to settle this. We got to settle this. are you? I can encourage Marty to set up a charitable foundation together with him. Marty contributed $165,000 while Mike contributed $5,000 while. Those are very disparate amounts. Uh, though he signed all the checks. So I signed all the checks, but gave the least amount of the coin. And I'm sure that 5K came from Marty anyway. Marty, he was like... Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I put up, I put up five of your thousand, and you put up one hundred sixty-five of your thousand too, and let's make an organization together. Marty then drew up a will, leaving his estate to the foundation that Ike had him create. Wait, and so made basically, Ike a co-signer <laughs> of a Swiss bank account holding an inheritance of about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Listen, you know who this who this psychiatrist Ike Ike's a psychiatrist, right? Or is Marty the psychiatrist? So Ike's the psychiatrist. Marty is the patient and the Mark okay. Marky Mark. Mark Mark. Okay, got it, got it. So listen, 
Ike is really, he has the vibes of those family members who come to the cookout, don't bring nothing, but have the most to say about the food, and then they uh-huh. leave with the most food. <laughs> and leave with your Tupperware and never bring it back. And, and leave bring it back. with, all, like, they leave like they packing up to cater another event. That's how much food they taking, even though they was talking hella shit. That's Listen, Ike. He that's said, Ike. He's in Washington. I'm leaving with something. <laughs> My head, Ike is leaving with something, okay? Something now. You came to therapy and he was like, I'm leaving with something. It's like, wait a minute, you're my therapist. And he's like, no, I'm leaving with something. You're going to give me things. <laughs> I'll see you at your job next week. What? No, you're my therapist. <laughs> you need to come to my job. <laughs> so in 1991, Ike told Marty that his wife loved Marty's house in the Hamptons and said that he should leave it to her. Marty revised his will to include leaving the house to Ike's wife. So Ike, was like, oh, you know, my wife actually loves Johampton's house. She thinks it's very cute. It's it's close to the water. She's loving it. Leave that to her. What? Now, now, Marty, you'll be queefing, you be queefing houses to Ike's wife? Why, God? But also, I love that Ike married a scammer. I love that he married somebody <laughs> who's like, oh, you was his psychiatrist and now you run all his businesses? That's fine. Like He said, forget the 03 Bonnie and Clyde. We the 80s Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like Ike's wife is also a scammer. She was like, tell him I love the decor in his house and like get him to leave the house to us too. What? So Marty revised his will and left the house to Ike's wife, as well as giving Ike full power of attorney and naming him as his health care proxy. So now if Marty is in the hospital and he on life support, Ike can pull the plug if he won't. See, <laughs> so basically Ike was going home to the conspirators this whole time and we just didn't know it. <laughs> nope. And he just comes out, by the way, I have a wife. Um, she likes your home. Um, he was like, I don't rob him too it? much. Let me tell him somebody else robbing him so he'll feel more comfortable. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> I can't imagine Marty in the hospital like, do, do, do. Ike over there like, boop, cut it. No, you know, Marty wouldn't want to live like this. They're like, no, Marty's only in the hospital because he has a knee surgery. No, he wouldn't no, want to live. <laughs> he wouldn't want to live with a knee injury. Okay, he wouldn't be able to play basketball and he loved that, so cut it, so cut it. He doesn't want he doesn't want to be in the pain. But sorry, he only broke his thumb, but he's not gonna be able to write now. He loved that <laughs> thumb. That was his favorite thumb. Kill him, turn it off. Kill him. Kill him. He's not gonna be able to write. He, he's he's a writer now. And do it by <laughs> 3 p.m. because me and my wife trying to go to our new house in the Hamptons this weekend. <laughs> what? <laughs> No! <laughs> so two years later, Marty received a request from the lawyer who drew up the documents. The lawyer asked that he write a letter to the doctor explaining that the changes to his will were made voluntarily. So now the lawyer who works with Marty was like, can you actually send a letter to the doctor and tell him that I'm been in and I'm not in it because this is starting to feel like some malpractice. Like, I feel like I don't want to be a part of this. He was like, can you tell everybody that this is what you decided? Because as a lawyer, I don't want people to look at this and be like, I did this to you. You get scammed. <laughs> can you just tell everybody that you marky to mark? Because I don't, I don't want them to think. <laughs> like you, you can be marketed, Mark, but I don't want to be boo boo the fool, so I'm not right. gonna get in it. <laughs> he was like, the lawyer was like, "Can you write a letter and tell him I'm not boo boo? I told you not to do this. <laughs> I know that's right. If I was a lawyer, I'd be like, look, I'll still lawyer for you, but can you listen? Look, this I got bus this ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm on every bus bench 
and, and every bus. I don't need the girls knowing at my law firm they gonna get robbed. No. <laughs> like what they say, it's none of my business. It's, it's none, none of my, my business. business. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. So Marty learned that the lawyer had been approached by another of Ike's patients who had also changed her will for the benefit of Ike and his wife. So this lawyer was like, Ike is out here robbing people. And look, am I going to take the lawyer fee? Absolutely. Am I going to take a couple hours? You know I will. But tell everybody that I wasn't a part of the robbery. I'm a, I'm adjacent to the robbery. Like, Lotto, let them know. Come on now. Right. <laughs> I'm, down, I'm down the street from the robbery. I, I exactly. saw the robbery happen from a comfortable position from my home, like very far away. <laughs> and, and I love that. <laughs> He watching from the front porch. Just. Right. <laughs> I, I know, I know. The, the, I did send the news camera crew videos of the robbery because I was close enough to get videos, but I'm not a part of it. If you listen closely, you can hear me screaming "World Star" in the background. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but I'm not a main character. But I'm okay? not in the main character. <laughs> I'm not in the cast of the robbery. Okay, love it. So Marty's not the only patient. T. In letters to Bloomberg, Ike refers to young women who were his patients. And we have a photo of Ike and his patients, his clients that we're going to see right now. They not only attended therapy. Oh, no. Okay, their faces are blurred out. But they all seem to be white women with uh, good bodies. Um, They look like they probably go to Whole Foods and Erewhon a lot. And Marty's in the middle looking all smiley and cheruby. And look at how they're touching him. These are this. Marty's just looking like Hugh Hefner right there. <laughs> I, I ain't never been in a swimsuit with my psychiatrist. I'm not doing hot girl summer with Michelle. <laughs> like, or, <laughs> or my psychiatrist. Like, I have a psychiatrist and a therapist. I'm not doing hot girl summer with either of them. I'm not hanging out in swimsuits. And we definitely not this close. Look at how they touching on him. He's a cult leader. But I just want to know where is Ike finding the time? Because you say he's scamming multiple people, but it sounds like he's been living his whole life with just Marty. Marty <laughs> is eating he- good, living good, got multiple houses he didn't have to pay for. I will say, like I said before, scamming is a profession. So his job is this. His job is convincing people to give them money because that's how he makes money. In the same way that we do content or we work in entertainment and that's how we get money ike is like i work in convincing these people over long periods of time to give me their money (laughs) and it's like well and it's like it's almost like rapping a movie once he gets what he wants he moves on to the next right and it's like it's a job job look i gotta be up when the girls are texting him in the middle of the night he gotta be up when they like oh so-and-so just broke up with me and ike's like i'm here for you what's so-and-so social security number like he he has to be up on the fraud so they not yes. only attended therapy, but they joined him in social outings like we just saw, including parties that he threw for decades at his Hamptons, at Marty's Hamptons home. So he was throwing parties at Marty's house. Like, come on over here, all of my psychiatry and therapy girls and come to this party. So now he's throwing a scam soiree. Like, <laughs> and, and he got a cute name. It's called South Campton. So it sounds like a camp, but it's in South Hamptons. And... I love this. The Southamptons are cute. I worked in East Hampton for a little bit when I lived in New York. Like, I love Montauk. I love all of that. He had cute invitations. 
where he was having people doing activities. I'm not mad. This is very well organized. We'll put this on the on the socials too. So for I'm some upset of these, with myself because when you said camp, I, I was not thinking summer camp. I was thinking like you know how people say when you dress up all over the top, it's called camp. Camp, that, yeah. That's what my mind went to. I, you went back to fashion. <laughs> See, that's 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 your weakness is the fashions. I went to Met Gala. I, don't, I just went right to Met Gala right there. That was a good Met. The, the, when the theme was camp, that was an excellent Met Gala because camp is so fun to see in fashion. So That was the year. I was eating that year. I was eating that year. I was like, oh, I can't wait to be invited to the Met Gala. Oh, I hope it's not a fun year. And so for some of these patients, the party invites pictured, we just saw the invitation, were less a sign of control and more of a sign that they ascended to the patient status and entered Ike's inter family circle so if you got an invite to the Hamptons house you were like oh my therapist really fucks with me and that's actually very interesting to me because one of the things that I had in therapy when I first started going in college that I had to realize about myself and I'm still working on it is because I'm an entertainer I want my therapist to like me and I want to kiki with her and I want her to think that I'm funny and I don't want her to judge me. And you're telling somebody all about your life and you want them to be on your side. So right. there is a deep like when you're going to therapy, like, OK, this is a stranger that I'm paying to hear my thoughts. But I'm also like, I hope they like my thoughts and I hope that I'm right. You know, like <laughs> sometimes I'm wrong and I can admit that I'm like, I was wrong for this. I shouldn't have did that. Da, da, da. But I, for the most part, I want them to like me. So right. this invitation is these patients being like, oh, we those girls. We're going to the Hamptons now. Our famous therapist like loves us. Like, like now we getting flewed out to the Hamptons now. We getting flewed out by the therapist. So similar to Marty's relationship to Ike, some of these patients describe relationships as extremely dependent. He was coming in being like, Therapy is supposed to be a tool. It's supposed to assist you. It's not supposed to be like, I can't make any decision in my life without consulting my therapist. But he took Wait. advantage. You know what this is reminding me of? Have you ever seen the movie with um, Adam Sandler, Anger Management? Yes. And then the therapist just comes and moves in the house. Yes, that's literally <laughs> this what this is. <laughs> that's literally what this is. It's like, if your therapist was like, you need more help than just these Zoom calls or these sessions. Like, I don't need to live with you. They're like, you just, we, we, we had to do and it. And if you're a busy person, if you live a high profile lifestyle, if you make a lot of money, if you have a lot of people that you employ and a lot of stress, it's very easy. Those people are very vulnerable to like someone be, like being like, I'll run your life for you. And you being so tired, you'll just be like, okay. Do it. Have at it. Thank you so much. I'm Have so tired of it. running my life. It's been very difficult being the CEO of me. I would love if somebody just took <laughs> over. Let's have a merger. Like, I would love... Like where where is I'm gonna meet with my board of myself. Right. I'm gonna be I'm gonna meet with the board of the voices inside my head and we're going to not having come a up life with- merger. <laughs> <laughs> like we having a merger, y'all they, they run my life now. I just show up for life, they run it. I'm not mad at it. I get it. So one woman, Judith, couldn't make any decisions without first consulting Ike, and the results were usually life altering. Of course, because Ike is getting here getting his coins. Ike even gave Judith an ultimatum that she should choose him or another patient she had become close with so i guess they met at the parties in the hamptons and she started kicking with other people and he was like "Uh uh-uh y'all aren't friends because of me but i'm the main friend i'm the too close now (laughs) right 
Why y'all hugging that hard? Come Choose on, me or her. <laughs> like, what's it gonna be? You gotta pick. I can't pretend. Okay. That's, that's what he's saying. What's it right gonna there. be? Because you, you need to can't pick. have friends. It's Ike and don't let go. <laughs> like, that's like one of my favorite karaoke songs. That and "Loving You" by Minnie Riperton. That's my whole song. I sing that song because <laughs> I can hit that high B. That I can hit it. So I love to do that listen. in karaoke as a whole moment. <laughs> it was um, who did a cover? Chloe Bailey. Oh my god! Oh, they were so good. They're I love so Chloe good. Bailey so much. I saw them on Friday at the Kids' Choice Awards, and I just felt like such strong auntie energy of just, yes, niece. Yes. Chloe Bailey, if you are listening to this right now. <laughs> we love you. I'm looking for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a, you. I'm in L.A. right now. I'm available. What, what is your favorite kind of food? Do you like Chinese, <laughs> Japanese, Italian? <laughs> Chloe. Do you like sushi? What what what's the vibe? I'm allergic to seafood, but I will take you to a sushi spot and just Let eat Laurent rice. Treat you like a treat, boo. Okay, exactly. Yes. So I, I listen to the song with a notepad so I can know what to do. <laughs> yes, taking notes. So another patient, Emily, suddenly changed her will after six years with Ike to leave a substantial amount of money to his children. So now I got his kids in the scam. You know, he already got wifey a house. Now he got people leaving shit to his kids. Look, Ike is a family man. I'm not mad. Ike is taking care not, of him. I'm not upset because he said, if I'm going to eat good, we all got to eat We good all eat in. We all all eating off of my patience. But Marty, really re- he's reminding me of those rappers who always keep their friends around from when they were from when they were uh, growing up. And he, he reminds me of those rappers who just keep all their homeboys around. Except from back for home. Ike is the friend. Ike is the homeboy from back home who's like, you've changed. And that's how he like <laughs> keeps his celebrity friend in the orbit. He's like, don't switch up on me. Like don't it's switch us. Up on me. Like I see you out here at these award shows looking different. Don't switch up. I see you at the Grammys now. Run me a couple hundred. Remember when we was in third grade and that boy wanted to fight you and I fought him for you? Remember that? Don't let go of Ike, okay? Remember remember when your mama tried to beat you and then I took the blame for it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and yeah, that was 30 years ago, but remember that? So give me the money and my wife exactly. and also my kids and let's set up a trust for my grandkids while we at it, okay? <laughs> I, got, I got three first cousins that I also need you to sponsor. Ike is not playing about it and I love it. Listen, my daughter, she is going to college next year. I'm just going to need you to fund her the first two years. And after that, right. I got it. And that's it. And then the two years happen. And he's like, okay, I'm going to need you to get her through grad school, too. She's going to go. <laughs> she's getting her PhD. She want to be like me. Like, Ike, I love it. So during the several decades that Marty and Ike were together, Marty paid for therapy the entire time. To answer your question, was he paying for therapy? He paid the entire time. Despite Ike's assertion, he dropped Marty as a patient after a couple years. So he was like, you're not my patient no more. I'm your business manager. We leveling up. By Marty's records, it totaled $3 million in just monetary compensation. So this is just Ike paying $3 million. This is not the houses. It's not the will. Like, Marty was paying Ike to run his life. And, like, look, if but you're a life on, manager... Ike. Come on, Ike. City, boys, Ike. City Boys. City up Boys 100. are up. They're City up. Boys up. <laughs> and I love knowing as a scammer, your calling is managing other people's life. You're like, some people got lives that they can't run, but I can. 
and I'm gonna run it up. Not mad. <laughs> so when Ike moved to Marty's house, their relationship warped further. Marty's off hours, he acted like Ike's secretary and personal assistant. So now you got Marty working for you? I can't. And general lackey. So Marty is now a part of Ike's cult and is like his assistant, his lackey. Like, you, Marty, you hired Ike and now you work for him. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. (laughs) It's honestly how I'm trying to live. I hire, I I get hired by people and I'm like, you work for me. (laughs) You work for me. (laughs) You work for me. (laughs) In Marty's off hours, he acted like Ike's secretary, right? So Marty was even tasked with typing pages and pages of Ike's drafted book, manuscripts, and patient notes, including one patient note from Courtney Love. This massively violent... friends? No, Courtney Love... You're a baby, Laron. So Courtney Love. I'm thinking of Courtney Cox. I'm thinking of Courtney yeah. Cox. Courtney okay. Love was with um Smells Like Teen Spirit. What? Oh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Thank you, Marina. Damn you, quick, Marina. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was Kurt Cobain's girlfriend. Um, up until I believe the time that he passed away, and so he was typing up patient notes for celebrity patients. That is illegal. Because when you do psychiatry or therapy with a licensed professional, it is illegal for them to speak about anything that you've said to them. That is the trust and the bond of that relationship. That's why you hired them. So it's like you can't as a therapist. That's the number one rule is like you're not supposed to tell my business. That's why I'm paying you. See, my thing is, I forget names. I, I remember situations clear as day and stories that people tell me, but I forget names. So I just can't attach who told me that somebody, <laughs> like, who told me that somebody stole $50 You can't $50 even give a gossip like, good because you're like, yeah, uh, Jacob, uh, Tommy, <laughs> Lauren, I don't even know what gender the person was, but they had said, yes, that's the best it was team. One of them. I, just, I just remember they told me at church. That's all I remember. <laughs> like, that's all I will remember. So then... It's just like really It's intriguing. crazy. It's like when they like when they say God gives they God gives their best their most interesting battles to their worst storytellers. That's what it was. Oh yes. It's really a case of that. Marty, so meanwhile, he remembers, and this is a quote from Marty, and this is a long one, y'all. We're getting to the end, but <laughs> thank you, Laron, for being patient because Marty got some mess. Listen, I'm having fun. <laughs> Marty remembers, and he says, This is a quote from Marty. Ike sucked me into this cult of Ike. Like we said earlier, I said this is a cult. Ike is a cult leader. He says, he kept me consistently busy transcribing handwritten books, throwing these parties, and I didn't appreciate what was going on. He didn't let me have a girlfriend. I would go on a date and he'd call her a gold digger. So he made sure... Hold on now. He made sure that Marty was isolated and a a good strategy of a good cult leader, too, is to keep the people in your cult busy. So when he was having him transcribe all these books and stuff, it was simply the fact to keep his mind occupied so that he would have noticed, wait a minute, why is somebody else running my life? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just going on dates and then I go in the corner like, mm, I don't like it. Being a cult leader like <laughs> is like being Benadryl. Like Benadryl is like, can't have allergies if you sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I don't know. I don't know if Benadryl works, but I do know that when I take it, I don't, I'm not I'm going to sleep because I'm asleep. <laughs> My eyes not itching because I am in 
REM cycle. So <laughs> in that way it works. Dr. Ike was like, you can't realize you'd be a scam if you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it cancels out completely. So it's a genius. It's a really genius operation. And so if y'all feel like y'all are in the call or you join something where you're very busy and you're all your friends become the same people that you're with all the time, if they sleep deprive you, that's a big one too. If they got you up late and then you're not sleeping, then you're not thinking. If you're sleep deprived, you actually can't function. Your brain doesn't function the way that it would normally. And that's also a great way to con people. So at the same time, Ike was so obsessed with appearing to have celebrity friends that dozens of photos of him with famous stars adorn the walls of Marty's house. So he got, look, oh my God, not our white queen. Wait, he got, he got my girl up there. Wait, okay. I know who this white woman is, and we both didn't say her name. We both said, I said my queen, you said our girl. What is her (laughs) name? We know who this woman is. Thank you, Judith. Gwyneth Paltrow, he got a photo with Gwyneth. Not Tony Stark's girl. Come on now. Right. And got it in a good frame. Like, this is my good (laughs) sis, Gwyneth. That's that's the frame your grandma used to hang the family photos. That's the Goop, he got goop, and look, I love you, Gwyneth, but we know goop is a scam. And how you selling a candle, Gwyneth? To talk about this, is what my pussy smell like, and that's the candle, <laughs> a scam, and I love it. Goop is. Wait a goop. minute, hold on. What? She got a candle. <laughs> she got a coochie candle. She says, "This is what my coochie smell like." Do y'all want to smell my coochie in y'all home? Y'all can burn this candle. I love this for her. So, Marty waking up. We're getting to the end of this. So in the mid-90s, Marty was struggling as his fabric business faced worse quality control issues with the influx of the cheaper Chinese textiles. So now the business, the fabric business is getting undercut by China, which we all know America owes so much money to China. China is that girl for making the things, you know. Now, it's not always legal. A lot of times our things are being made by little baby hands, and that's not right. But, But they are the girls. So for years, Marty had paid Ike from company funds, but those funds were becoming thin. They drying up. The final wake-up call was when Marty needed a hernia operation. In the days after his procedure, despite nearly 30 years of working together, Ike didn't call to see how he was doing, which that's messed up because you're the power of attorney over this man. I would at least think that Ike would be like, how's that hernia going? Good. Do you feel like you dying? Should I show up? Or like, <laughs> for the dying? Like, wow, you should call Marty. So with that, Marty When you close to- your eyes, do you see lights? Like, right. what's going on? <laughs> When, when you go to sleep, who's in your dreams? Amy Winehouse, <laughs> uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Betty White. Or Hitler. Right. Who are you? Are they dead? Are you dying? Because we didn't know. So my, so Ike has gotten popping, right? He's got photos with celebrities. He's got several patients that he's scamming. So now he's done got too busy for his number one client, Marty. So Marty's starting to feel some type of way because he's like, I'm in the hospital. I'm on, not my deathbed, but you know, my um. Medium I just day. can't. I just can't get over the whole time he is taking over this man's life. He is networking. Like, who are you talking to to have celebrity clientele while you're destroying this man? That's life? why I love Ike because Ike wasn't like I'm just gonna. Get-. Marty is a bag. He could have stopped with Marty and been like, I got the bag. I got my whole family taken care of. He was like, I'm gonna expand the business. I'm gonna use Marty to level up and rob more people with Marty's house and his things. I need his networking tools because when you have celebrity clientele. (laughs) Ooh, he got a good, oh, 
Marty, you're in the wrong business. You're a publicist. You're a reality TV show producer. Like, wow. With that, Marty tried to leave Ike's care, but Ike drew him back in. In 2010, Marty pulled out his secret weapon, one that he hadn't spoken about since the 80s. Finally fed up with decades of pinup frustration with his therapist, Marty called his sister Phyllis. Remember Sister Phyllis uh, in the beginning? Phyllis. I'm Phyllis. If somebody called me after they did all that, what they did to Phyllis, guess who's not answering the phone? Okay, Phyllis. but you was going to be on your petty time. Because Phyllis was not feeling it, and she said it. Exactly. And anything, you know, it was back in the old days. So it's like they had them phones where you had to physically pick it up. Right. I would pick it up and then just drop it. right. <laughs> like, <laughs> let them think I answered it. And- not... LeRod, you are petty. <laughs> Not you wanting them to know that, yes, I received the phone call and I hung it up. Because you could have let it ring, but you're like, no, I'm going to pick it up. Bring, bring, bring. And this going to go boom. Because this is going to be dial tone, bitch. Not you giving the girls dial tone. Which, honestly, you're right. Because he mailed, remember, he mailed them cut out photos of Phyllis to her. <laughs> So that would have been the icing on the cake right there. Phyllis should have sent that pictures back and cut his ass out. She should have, yeah, you're right. She should have been on her petty shit, but Phyllis is a real one. Phyllis helped Marty reclaim his home and his life. That's a real sister. Like, she was like, you've been fucking up. We ain't talking. You cut my pictures out. You get some love and hip-hop shit to me. But at the same time, I'm still going to show up. And Hold on, what I say earlier? She better than me. Better than me? <laughs> Phyllis better than me? She better than both of us, okay? Because, Lauren, you on the type of time you was when your friend got robbed outside the restaurant where you were like, don't do it. And then they did it. And you were like, well, it's above, uh, it's above right? me now. It's above me. But Phyllis didn't say it was above her. She said, I'm going to climb up there and I'm going to help you out. In 2016, <laughs> six years after the breakup with Ike, Marty filed a formal complaint against him with the New York State Board of Professional Medical Conduct. Yes, as you should, because the man was violating all the laws. He should not have a license. Please take this license away from this man. However, over the following three years, there was little progress with the case. It wasn't until Joe Nocera's The Shrink Next Door podcast aired that it began receiving attention. Shout out to podcast. Marty got in touch with a lawyer from the health department, and then the Department of Health drafted a series of allegations based on patient statements and charged based on those allegations. However, the charges were not criminal nature. Ultimately, Dr. Ike was only stripped of his medical license after losing an appeal to get it back. So he that's all he really faced. He was found guilty of 16 charges of misconduct, including negligence and moral unfitness. Now, he don't even need a psychology license no more. Now you got famous friends. He just stole people's houses. Like He don't even need a driver's license at right. this point. <laughs> like, he good. He's good. He is good. He's like, oh, y'all want my little license? Y'all can have it. Stay bored? Y'all can have it. I'm actually good on it. I used it for what I needed it for. The same... Like, rec- if it was the 21st century, he would have tweeted unbothered after that happened. Right. <laughs> he would have just tweeted the word unbothered. From the beach with a corona <laughs> on the beach. He's like, I don't know. I'm at, at a patient's house on the beach at somebody else's beach for a property. So he the definitely would have went live talking about it, too. Absolutely. <laughs> the State Review Board found in its ruling that Ike, in quotes, lacks insight into his misconduct, exhibiting no remorse and continues to believe he behaved appropriately. Of course he does. He's a sociopath. He was like, I ain't doing nothing wrong. What you mean? They needed life managers. I, I, yeah, I, they were my clients and then I stole their life, but they needed that. I helped them. 
Like, I'm not the problem. They the problem. They the problem. Why they let me steal their life? If they didn't want me to steal their life, why they let me steal their life? Let's talk which about he does kind of have, which he kind of does have a point because I feel like at some point, as a grown adult, you should be like, hold on now, you you got a little too much dip on your chip. You you need to back it up a little bit. But they didn't say that. They let him infiltrate even more. And he must have ran their life good enough because he ran it for a long time. So he's like, come on now. From 1981 <laughs> to 2016, you telling he was me doing that he was doing that Ayana fixed my life before Ayana was fixing my life. Right. <laughs> I ran your life for 35 years. You can't be mad. Come on now. 35 years, you wanted me to run your life. Okay. So today, Marty is looking forward to retirement and spending time with his girlfriend in Thailand. Okay, Marty, I'm glad you got a girlfriend. Thailand is very beautiful. I- I'm glad that you finally have a life although I feel like his girlfriend in Thailand is probably running his life I feel like Marty <laughs> is a mark and just does enjoy people robbing him he just be out there riding on elephants not knowing he gets scammed just enjoying his little time in Thailand <laughs> right and, and I love that for him guys we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back for the end of the show where I have to let Laurent go robbery love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Valid one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 1231-24. Excludes tax. Must update rewards. We are back and it's time for Scammer of the Week, the end of the show where we highlight a charlatan who's worthy of our praise. Maybe not. Leron, we'll get your opinions. So today we're talking about the city of Fresno, California, that lost $600,000 and told no one about it. So Fresno, which shout out to Kristen. I have a friend from Fresno, so I know a little bit about Fresno. They lost six hundred grand, and they're not telling nobody. So a Fresno staffer had paid a city subcontractor the money for two electronic transfers to work on the police station. So they done wired somebody money to work on the police station. They sent two transactions. Now, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. Western Union, number one place for fraud. Once you send a wire, it's gone. You can't cancel it. You can't call them back. You can't be like, hey, wires are where you really should do most of your crime. Efficient, quick. Easy. You can't get a return. (laughs) So the problem was the invoice the staffer got was not from a a legitimate contractor. This wasn't really discovered until the actual contractor threatened to walk off the job several months later. So they had a real contractor and somehow somebody done figured out that Fresno needed some work done and was like, yeah, it's me. I'm doing the work. I'm the contractor. And the real contractor over here with the bricks and and, and the cement and and the hammers and the nails and is like, where are my coins? I'm not getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) hold on now this is such a good scam because how the hell did you know that fresno needed some work done who told you this like (laughs) 
what what person on the city board are you talking to frequently that hey! you know that the city needs someone? Who's involved with local politics? <laughs> That's what you need to start talking to the board, the mayor, everybody. Seeing what is your relationship to this person that they who know? Who are y'all cousins, Mr. Mayor? Who are you telling as a secret? As your friend that we getting the builders worked on because they done told somebody and now we getting robbed. Like, watch it be like the bartenders on um, and <laughs> Right. <laughs> it was like, oh, they doing something? Let me go on a slide over there and get some coins. What? This is excellent. I'm on the side of this scammer because this is some good diligence. How did you know that they were doing this? Excellent. That's the, con- it's the consistency of it all to know that, like, like you had your ear to the streets. You were to on your the t- so no one has had their ear closer to the concrete than this motherfucker. Like no, he put his ear to the concrete and heard that it needed repavement. Like just, that's what he did. Yeah, the the uh, what's that power drill? That's like the one the jackhammer. Jack, yeah, he heard the jackhammer yeah. and said, "Oh, bet <laughs> I'll be there to jack y'all." Okay, jackhammer ain't gonna be the only one jacking. It's also gonna be me. I'm it's gonna, gonna be me. <laughs> I love this so much. Um, The city council was not notified until a year after the phishing theft that the money was gone. And it wasn't until 2022 that it was announced the figure was bigger than anyone thought. So they all were embarrassed. And we talk about this. Don't be ashamed. They didn't want to tell people that this $600,000 of taxpayer money was poof, poof, gone. So they were like, oh, yeah, no, we lost a little bit of coins, but we're going to find them. It's cool. And then finally, they were like, "Okay, we lost 600,000 coins. Um. They gone. <laughs> now we gonna find them. They're like, it, it, it was actually in my pocket. But, it's um, misplaced. I, wa- I washed them <laughs> pants, so they might be in the dryer right now. Right. Be- <laughs> That's literally how they act like They was about to find $20 in their pocket out the dryer. They was like, no, we got it. It's around here somewhere. It wasn't. So that was only because it was when Major Jerry Derry, Jerry Derry, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's actually Mayor Jerry, but Jerry Barry, shout out to you for having a political career with a hilarious ass cartoon ass <laughs> name. Let's talk about how you just turned that into a whole ice cream flavor. <laughs> you were from. It's not Jerry Barry, but I'm calling him Jerry Barry because it sounds like a damn ice cream flavor. It's Jerry Dyer, <laughs> which still sounds like ice cream flavor. Jerry Barry, shout out to you. I know that ain't your name, but I'm gonna keep calling you Jerry Barry. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's the con- that's the contractor. So Jerry Derry was like, we need more money so we can pay the real contractor. And that's when they were like, wait a minute, we had already had paid them. And then Jerry Derry was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the scam was immediately reported to Fresno police, which is what it was trying to fix. And then the FBI, who asked city officials to keep the incident quiet for fear that it would hinder their investigation. Less than $2,000 was recovered. <laughs> Ooh, that I know they hurt, to man. be in the eye being like, look, this is very embarrassing. <laughs> Are you not embarrassed, city of Fresno? <laughs> Don't tell nobody. We're going to try to get it back quietly. No, you need to tell somebody because y'all are not equipped. They're like, shh, shh, shh. Don't. Don't, don't say that. Right. <laughs> I won't tell your secrets. Your secrets. <laughs> Fresno. Like, <laughs> they was like, your secret's safe with me. Listen, the FBI need to quit playing. Like, they keep stuff secret because, honestly, social media has helped the FBI and the I so much. Because now they just get on Twitter and be like, y'all got videos? No. I'll never forget when the Capitol was stormed, the FBI and the I was like, hey, Twitter. 
so do y'all got some videos of the storming of the Capitol? Like, uh, can y'all do some screenshots? Who is who is this in this video? Who is what's this white man with this fur on? Do y'all know him? What y'all young people be saying? Um, Twitter, do your thing. That's what y'all young folks be saying. Right. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who is running these accounts, like these these FBI accounts. Not the FBI hashtag it, this you. <laughs> Trying to find people. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm glad you said that because I always talk about like um social media really be messing up a lot of people. Like Yes. Like I forgot who it was. Some man he like robbed someone. He like robbed somebody, but he then went live (laughs) counting the money that he just stole. And like his outfit description matched the matched the description. So he's just all live counting money in the outfit that he just robbed in. They caught somebody on TikTok like that where they had the same shoes, the shoes I on saw. from the robbery. And shout I out to that shoe that. company because your shit is so iconic. They were like, oh, we know that it's we you. Know, we know them sneaks. Yo, I say this all the time, but if you're going to do crime... Don't go live. Don't be on social media. <laughs> Don't gin shaw it. You can't be on the Real Housewives and also doing crime. You can't be a famous scammer. Stop it. <laughs> like if, if Nene Leakes gonna rob somebody, she gonna change her red bottoms before she do it. Right. <laughs> she gonna change her red bottoms. She gonna she gonna put on something to cover up her blonde hair. She ain't gonna she gonna let you know it's not Nene Leakes. If I'm robbing <laughs> people, I'm doing it in a ski mask and my best friend's clothes, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's my clothes, it's gonna be something that you can see anywhere and not know that it's mine. Like I'm right. Doing <laughs> and I definitely will not. It won't be something I photograph for the gram. It will be something you've never seen. No way. Like, you gonna catch me, you gonna catch me in a wife beater or, or a hoodie <laughs> or something. And if it's a hoodie, it's not gonna have no logos on it. <laughs> Yo, but that brings us to the end of another amazing episode. Leron, I'm so happy to have you here. This has been so much fun. We always ask on this podcast, where would you like to be found? Where would I like to be found? Yes. Um, <laughs> definitely not on an FBI lineup <laughs> after everything that we've been talking about. <laughs> but, um... I would like to be found on Instagram and TikTok. You can find it at Laron Hines Official. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm a little funny on there sometimes. So you are. It's just Laron Hines. Laron Hines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just Laron Hines. Yes. Yes. I try to keep mine the same, but sometimes somebody already got your handle. Yes. So Laron Hines, guys, so funny. As always, follow the. Instagram for the podcast. I promise I'm gonna stop being trash and I'm gonna post these photos on time. I'll be late as hell. Scam got his pod. Scam got his pod on all platforms. If you want to see the photos that we were talking about today, if you want to see Ike cozied up with Goop, Gwyneth, and everybody else. Um, and if you want to follow me and my shenanigans, D I V A L A C I D V L A C on all platforms. I Carly, the season two is streaming right now on Paramount Plus. Get into all of my scams, the visual, the audio, congregation. Stay scheming. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargvo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 